Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido Sientes la experiencia de poder La emoción de la libertad Ya estás preparado Para vivir tu nueva aventura Nueva Ram 1500 Hecha para vivir Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC You've lost that time Which you could have been making money to do. So is that worth the two CDs? Is that worth the three CDs? So if a surcharge is being put on To ensure that those rails Are active or is able to provide additional services to the community, why not? I'll come to the bit with respect to taxes, but let's now look at the regulatory framework in our part of the world. How is it like? The gentleman in charge of the fintech office in Bank of Ghana, I must admit, is doing an amazing job. His name is Kwame Opong. He's doing a phenomenal job where he is because I like to say that um, his area is one of the most dynamic and fast-changing areas. So you always have to be on your toes because there's new things happening. And I think it's about finding that equilibrium between regulation and innovation. And I think we in that space are, are glad that we have someone like him who is able to find that balance. You see, because just because you want to be innovative doesn't mean you have to relax regulation. In spite of the enviable feats attained in Ghana's drive to a cashless economy through its many fintech initiatives and growth patterns, the sector is still experiencing a bet in new innovation emanating from local innovators in order to keep abreast with the rapid pace of technological advancements. The country's fintech arena is largely fixated on digital payment systems to the neglect of other potentially vibrant areas of fintech, which can tremendously bolster the financial inclusion agenda and ensure the scalability of the industry. I've, I've lived in places where I've seen what taxes have been able to do. You know, they've been able to do some good things. You know, so I'm, I understand where taxes coming from. They said there's two certain things in life, death and taxes. You know, so taxes will always come. Um, it's tough on us. Yeah, it's tough on us, especially within this fintech space. Um, uh, 
um, it's tough on us. As I think it's tough on every Ghanaian. Yeah, whatever company you're doing, unless the demand for your product is completely inelastic. You know, I'm using a lot of your economic terms. Yeah, I'm taking you back. Yeah, unless it is, you know, you feel you feel the pinch. Yeah, no one wants to. But I think with everything, James, I think the important things in life is finding equilibrium. You know, so tax can be a force for good. But overtaxing, just like overfishing, overfishing depletes uh, fish stock, you know. But do you guys feel you are being overtaxed in any area? I think we're being adequately taxed. And I know we're on TV, so I have to <laughs> watch my words. Um, I think we're being... I think no one wants to pay tax, a lot of tax, you know. So I think for now, we are okay, you know. Any more taxes, and I think I'll ask you to come for another interview. But for now, I think we're being able to handle it. Um, But we wish that the powers that be recognize our role in job creation and our role in being able to drive the economy. You know, um, where we sit with innovation, we are at a very important point in our, in our history. Wherever you find yourself, digitization and all that, working with financial institutions, banks, the savings and loans, and the other financial institutions, how has it been? Is it challenging or it's been seamless working with some of these financial institutions? I, I find that it's been very seamless, and I think the, the, the best example I give it, I, I find it to be complementary. You know, there are some goods that work well together, you know, like Gary and sugar, like Gary sugar and milk, you know, they're all complementary, like a television and a VCR. They complement each other. On their own, they might be able to do something, but when you put them together, they are able to do much more than what they do individually. So I think what the banks realized early on was what we bring, that innovation we bring to be able to reach the customer, the unbanked population, either the unbanked or underbanked populations. And I think that is where we've come in. So I think the banks very early on recognize what we bring to the table. According to the Bank of Ghana, as on December 2022, there were a total of 699,592 registered mobile money agents, out of which 505,122 agents were active, as well as 55.3 million registered mobile money customers, of which 20.4 million were active users. The statistics further showed that the total volume of mobile money transactions recorded during the period was approximately 480. Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to Join Newsroom with me, Pius Kujubaka. Coming up in our headlines, utilize your international loans efficiently. The African Union's Development Agency, NEPAD, cautions Ghana on sovereign debt crisis. To do is really understand uh, that, you know, all these po- political instabilities that we are facing are m- mostly as a result of, you know, lack of development. It's poverty. It's unemployment that drives this. 
family of an 18-year-old boy, Kimbu senior high technical student, um, demands probing into the death of the son. Plus, Alfred Agbeshiwoyume challenges the Ghana Legal Council's decision to disbar former chief state attorney Samuel Nekwetete over the transfer of 400,000 cities into his wife's account. We have details. As it says, he never paid bribe to anyone. We are live on DSTV Channel 421, Go TV Channel 125. This is your home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Please stay tuned for details. Thanks so much for your company. Straight to our very first story. Family of a 16-year-old boy, Kofi David, who was electrocuted two months ago and sustained burns, is appealing for support to help pay his medical bills and help acquire prosthetics for him. Now, the incident happened when a curtain rod he was holding touched a high-tension electric wire. His limbs have been amputated due to what is being described as dry gangrene. Joy News' Upper West Regional Correspondent Rafik Salam has the rest of the story, and this report contains sensitive visuals. Viewer discretion is advised. It was a quiet and promising Sunday morning on December 10 last year. Residents of Dormo in the Wawas district were going about their normal daily activities. 16-year-old Kofi David and his uncle Tanya Donyi are members of the Assemblies of God Church. By extension, the regular worshippers of the church on Sundays. Kofi lost his biological father six years ago, and the responsibility of taking care of him and six of his siblings fell on his father's twin brother, Tanya Dunyi, who also had seven children. On that fateful day, Kofi was sent by his uncle to take curtain rods to the church for fixing up the curtains for the church service. On his way, the curtain rod fell on the ground. In his attempt to pick it upright, the curtain rod, which is about 9 meters, came into contact with high-tension pole wires, resulting in his electrocution. He sustained several electrical burns. Kofi was first brought to the Drummond Health Center and later referred to the Upper Australian Hospital. Nurses at the Durmo Health Center told us that his condition was above them and we have to transport him to the regional hospital on a tricycle. To be honest, we least expected him to survive, but God made it happen. Doctors at the Upper Street Hospital, upon arrival of coffee at the emergency unit of the hospital, first worked to resuscitate him and later took care of the bands, other limbs, and trunk. Dr. Gordon Pututa is a medical officer in charge of the general surgery department of the hospital and he shared insight on the issue. We had to resuscitate him at the emergency and he had sustained some full thickness bands to both lower limbs and also part of his trunk, uh, the upper trunk and then the back as well. So after some initial resuscitation efforts, he was much better, which uh, we transferred him to the base unit, as we can see where we are currently. He has been here for the past uh, two months, but along the way he developed dry gangrene of both lower limbs, for which he had to be amputated for. So we did a bilateral amputation, the right one was an above knee, then the left a below knee amputation that was done for him. Uh, since then, he has been with us, 
uh, wound racing, and he has become way better than we initially saw him when he first came. And we had to take those measures because he could have died of sepsis uh, because of the dry gangrene that he sustained. So we had to take that decision to amputate both uh, limbs just to save his life, for which we are glad that we have done. Dr. Pututa spoke about their long-term plan for him intended to ease his mobility challenges. Because we're also looking in the near future, possibly a, a possibility that he could do well with some prosthesis. This is a very young guy that we've amputated uh, bilaterally and we can confine him to a wheelchair uh, for the rest of his life. So in the long term, we are looking at getting some prosthesis. If the help comes, we can actually do design or refer him to a place where that can be done for him, get some prosthesis that can help him with his movements as he goes about his uh, duties. All will, however, depend on the availability of funds which requires the support of benevolent organizations and individuals. We don't wish this happens to anyone, but any of us can find ourselves in a situation like this. And this is something that he requires so much help. The family has been so much constrained. They've been with him since day one, spent so much. Almost everything that they've had, they've actually used it on this boy. And it's not something that they planned that will happen, but, you know, they have to do all their best. So we appeal to the public, if you can help in any way possible, you can come to their aid by giving your donations out. And then we hope that in the near future, in the few months' time, Kofi will be out of this place, working happily with his family and going back to school. For him to survive if they, he needs about 275 Ghana cities. And yeah. the work that the father and the mother are doing, they can't afford such a fee for a day. And so they are appealing to the public to really come to their aid. At the moment, the family has over 3,000 Ghana cities of unpaid bills at the hospital. Kofi's financial burden rests solely on his poor tailor uncle, Doi Tanye, and his weak Faiwu selling mother, who has so far spent over 6,500 Ghana cities on him since his electrocution two months ago. Concerned about the plight of the family, the Dromo Youth and Development Association, led by its president, Fuseni Saka, donated a cash amount of 3,000 Ghana cities to help in offsetting some of his medical bills. The community thought it wise to organize ourselves and get something small to support the family for the upkeep of the boy. But there's still a lot that uh, needs to be done. We are therefore, through this medium, appealing to Ghanaians, uh, the people of Wild West, the people of the Upper West region, to come to our aid to support us in this difficult uh, moment. Tanya Donyi was grateful for the donation and appealed to other benevolent organizations to come to their aid. As I'm standing now, I cannot take care of Kofi again. He is now like a child. I cannot leave him on his own and do my training work. I have to carry him around to either go to toilet or the urinary. I am appealing to all Ghanaians to support me in these difficult times. Reporting for Joy News, Rafik Salam. Wa. So another sad story, a 46-year-old man who has lost his sight, mobility and memory to brain tumor is currently battling for his life. The once vibrant preacher was diagnosed with a brain tumor five years ago after the loss of his wife. Now lack of finances to help him undergo surgery has led to the worsening of his health, compelling his 19-year-old daughter to abandon her education to take care of him. But the family say they need some 120,000 cities to restore his health. 
Join users James Avergi has the rest of the story. Pastor Ambrose Amuyao is just 46, but he looks older and hangs on life by a stitch. He used to be a public service worker, but later became a preacher of the gospel at a crossover evangelistic ministry in his active days. Pastor Ambrose's woes began five years ago when he lost his wife. He suffered severe headaches until he was diagnosed a year later with brain tumor. The condition has since led to a loss of sight, partial stroke, and memory loss. My mind is, 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 is come to... Is, is, in our conversation, he struggles to recollect anything from the past. Only two things are printed on his failing memory, his late wife and his only daughter, Vanessa. Ah, master, it is well. And the voice. You you collect her voice. The things she used to say. I collect the voice of my wife. Collect. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by thirty percent in twenty twenty three. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Pastor Ambrose was nearly brought to tears when I asked him about his daughter. He said he had had plans for her. When I say it is well, it is something that I have developed for a long time ago that it is well. What were your wishes for him? Abba, Professor. Professor. I wanted to promote her to Professor level. Professor level. Professor level. He will go. She will go. She will go to that level of my thinking. Just like his failing health, his hope is fading fast by the day. 
his daughter 19 year old vanessa who completed senior high school two years ago says she had no choice than to shelve her aspirations and take care of her father finishing school i wasn't told that he was sick because i was preparing for my final year exam so when i got back i realized he was sick and i had to stay home to take care of him since there was no one to do that when mommy passed away she was like i'm the only one so she was the one i always speak with and she passed away well i didn't lose hope because i knew that he was around then a year later he also was diagnosed of a brain tumor and he can't see he can't even speak fluently with you and always lonely in the house and it became miserable for me i i am sometimes tempted to question god because he's, he's his servant and why did he look to see him go through this knowing he's the only one i I have. I sometimes cry also. Right as well. She says she had wanted to be an embryologist to help people have babies of their own. I love children. I love to see people with. I, I, I never had a sibling, so I love. So I would love to help people. To, I would love to create babies for people. Vanessa's effort to help her dad doesn't seem enough because time is running out on him. They will need some 120,000 Ghana cities to perform a brain surgery on Pastor Ambrose to restore his health. But the family of two who live in a rented house here at Old Ashoman do not have the means. They want the public to help. It's just unbearable for me but i'm still trusting god god is able to do everything what men think is impossible is what is possible to god so i still trust god that he can do something and that he will not die that he will stay with me see me become the professor he wants me to be i am reaching out to everybody out there to help us to help daddy in this critical condition pastor ambrose says he has just one wish i wish i should be made perfectly well perfectly well to the glory of god so you want to get back to ministry? Exactly. What my purpose is. To do what? To go and preach the gospel to the world. You feel you are not done with your work? Yes, please. I am not done at all. He's currently on admission at the Rich Hospital because his condition has worsened in the last few days as he waits for his wish to get back to his feet to preach the gospel once again comes true. His hope hangs on your benevolence 
as every minute count in saving him. James Sapeji, Joy News. Such a touching story, the no amount is too small. Now, the chief executive of Echimakwan Mandu district of the Ashanti region, Prince Kakari, has been treated and discharged from the hospital after his official vehicle crashed into a school bus at Nanchia near Nkoko on the Kumasi Akra Highway. His driver and three other passengers who were on board the vehicle have also been discharged. The accident has claimed four lives, including a female teacher and three pupils aged between 4 and 15 years. A nine-year-old girl died en route to the Kufridra Regional Hospital when the ambulance transporting her and one other victim broke down after it developed a fault. Sixteen other pupils are still on admission. Two victims who are in critical condition have also been transferred to the Komfu Anoti Teaching Hospital and the Kufridra Regional Hospital for further treatment. Now, the police have begun investigations into the death of Eric Beidou, who was reportedly stabbed to death on the dawn of Thursday, February 15, by suspected armed robbers at Ashaman in the Greater Akai region. The unfortunate incident is said to have occurred about um, 4.30 a.m. near Goodness Feeling Station at the Ashaman's main Trotro bus stop. Now, in the last couple of hours, the police have issued a statement in relation to this sad incident. And there you go on your screens. It reads, the Ghana Police Service has commenced investigations into the circumstances surrounding the death of a 47-year-old male adult at Ashaman in the Greater Akai region. The deceased, identified as Eric Beidou, a trader, was allegedly stabbed by an assailant, assailant uh, currently on the run on Thursday, 15 February 2024. It goes on to read, the body of the deceased has since been deposited at the police hospital morgue for preservation and autopsy. The Tema Regional Police Commander today, 16 February 2024, led a police delegation to commensurate with the family of the deceased and assured them of a thorough investigation into the incident. Meanwhile, an intelligence-led operation is underway to get the perpetrators arrested to face justice. one of our headline stories, the family of an 18-year-old male student of Kimbu Senior High Technical School in Greater Accra is demanding answers to the bizarre circumstances under which their son lost his life. In August last year, six students of Kimbu Technical were reported to have left school during lesson hours to go swim at the beach behind the Black Star Square in Accra. Kinsley Mafu, the 18-year-old, reportedly drowned while swimming. Six months on, the family claims the case has gone cold and is accusing the police of failing to invite any of the suspects linked to uh, Kinsley's death for interrogation. The Kimbu Senior High School is located in the heart of the central business district. Although gated, students are able to escape instructional hours and make it to beach without obtaining permission from the school authorities. On August 8 last year, six Form 1 technical students of the Kimbo Senior Technical School were reported to have left school for the Bola Beach behind the Black Star Square. Five of the students returned, but their colleague, Kinsley Marfo, was conspicuously missing. The five students brought back Kinsley's school bag, uniform, shoes, a Casio FX 991 calculator, and a headset but they failed to report their missing colleague to anyone. On Friday, August 11, 2023, 
eyewitnesses present at the Bola Beach at the time of the incident went to report the incident to the Kimbo School authorities. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. When Cynthia came to TurboTax, she had just launched her new side gig, a true crime podcast. I'm a first-rate detective with a golden voice. As her TurboTax expert, I made her second income count by guaranteeing 100% accurate filing and her maximum refund. <clears throat> what did she do with that refund? Find out next week. Switch to Intuit TurboTax and make your moves count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. The school then informed the parents of the Mason students. On September 9, 2023, the auntie of the Mason boy, Irama Mafo, lodged an official complaint with the ministry's divisional police command. However, investigations are yet to be conducted into the case six clear months after the police took over the matter. Also, the police are here to invite the five students for interrogation. Headmistress of the Kimbo Senior High Technical School, Sylvia Tay, told this reporter in a telephone conversation that she will not engage the media on Kingsley Marfo's disappearance or comment on the students' frequent escape of instructional hours. The family has meanwhile been seeking answers from the school. <laughs> I followed up to the ministry's police station, but the police declined to disclose any detail to me. Later, I obtained some photographs through my investigations into the case. Apparently, these were pictures taken by people who witnessed the incident that led to the disappearance of Kinsley Marfo at the beach. In the photographs, faces of two of the eyewitnesses were visible, so I decided to track them. Mensa Guinea, a slum settlement behind the Arts Center in Accra, is a dwelling place of the eyewitnesses. One of the two guys in the picture was identified as Shaggy, a regular horse rider at the Bola Beach. Further investigations led me to two other principal eyewitnesses, Daniel Asian and Saliu Awudu, a Nigerian national. Both are divers at the Bola Beach. The incident of that fateful day is still fresh on Daniel's mind. We were there where we saw six boys along the seaside where they were having fun. But two of them are brothers from the seas were inside the water bathing. So we go realize one water pecan. We the other didn't want anybody to know, so he was hiding the thing. But later we saw the action. We went near, want to rescue the other boy before he tell he tell us he, one of his brother water taken. That's why he was following him. His co-diver Saliu Awudu validated the claims. If water takes someone here, the first day, the second day, 
by all missing people that will come as a, a do you see dead body but three days we did not see nobody even though they are school we did not see any student but we go to the school because they tell us the school Kimbu we will go there from one we will go report Daniel Asian claims that the student arrived at the beach at a time learning was ongoing but so they came around let me say one o'clock and the incident happened around three o'clock so they were here for about two hours. Two hours. For Kinsley's auntie, Irama Mafo, the police owe them the duty to establish the circumstances that led to the disappearance of their son for justice to be served. The said police for Nambuame. No, you don't sound colonel. The investigation comes to here. Many, 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 to you still watching join newsroom alfred agbashiwoyume is challenging the ghana legal council's decision to disbar former chief state attorney samuel nikwin tete over the transfer of 400,000 cities into his wife's account in a notice dated 31st january the general legal council said while defending the state against a suit by alfred woyume in 2011 mr nekwe tete personally caused the direct transfer of the said amount to his wife's account the legal council found his conduct unprofessional but insisting the legal council's judgment was harsh alfred agbushi woyume said he has never paid bribe to anyone with Mr. Nekwe Tete uh, is in all the it's in all the documents that I've just sent you to. These are long issues and other things. But simply to put, Mrs. Nekwe Tete had become my friend, and Nekwe Tete was facing Mrs. Nekwe was facing a health issue which I cannot talk about here. Okay, and for that reason, I did that. And nobody give bribe by asking the person, come to my bank, open an account in my bank. Eh? And then the person come and open an account in your bank and you transfer money from your own account. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. To her account. Bribe is not done that way. Eh? I've not given bribe before. Maybe <laughs> those who claim I do, maybe I don't know how to give bribe. Maybe that's why I did it like that. No. We don't give bribe that way. So it was an account opened which is traditionally what I do. Many of the people, politicians, both in NDC and MPP, high ranking, they wanted to go to London and things like that. I did the same thing to them. Some, those ones that are for uh, borrowing, I will make sure that there is this phrase. So the same thing was for Ms. Nekwe. You are a lady, you are a woman. So when I say that's a health problem, sometimes, we, we, we have wrongly persecuted this woman. It's bad. Yeah, 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 ye
but considering the role that Mr. Nekwitete was playing in this okay, case, good. the concern is that and that transfer could influence the case. That the was case, okay. Mr. Nekwitete had no discussion with me on this matter. I had no case and discussion with Mr. Nekwitete. He might have been coming with his minister, uh, minister at that time and things like that. And therefore, even some of uh, the internal memos that I perchance have all indicates really that Nekwitete was not in charge. There was a different case officer who was in charge. If you go into the court case, you see those who were in charge of the whole thing. See, I will want you to go into the court cases. Then this issue of Ose Ose, it's a media house. You have research people, you have things so that you can sit on authority that I can say he did this, he did that, he did that. I had no discussion with Mr. Nekwitete. The first discussion was with government departments former LOC and things like that and every other press, including their own documentations and things. And that has reflected in the Court of Appeal judgment copiously. What reasons were given by the GLC for refusing you to be joint party to that particular case against Nekwitete? Not. Get it right. Not joint party. I wanted to. Okay. And uh, later on, uh, they didn't want my lawyer to just come in. Mm -hmm. They said, uh, okay, so I became a witness and so it served the same purpose. So they have all the knowledge and everything, including with my witness statement. And also their knowledge that this case has been handled, all the reference they are making, there is a, I've shown you two court of appeal, uh, quorum, three people, unanimous decisions, dealing with this matter and mentioning them copiously. So for them to go ahead and do this one, it's just to drive my name. This gentleman, Nekwe and other people, uh, are suffering because of me. Every time it's William Missouri, my drugstore, something must be made to have Nekwe got the power to sign anything or to withdraw anything or to advise President Miss or the chief of staff or anything. Is it not under the, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, the attorney general? So did Attorney General complain that Nekwe didn't go to do case or something like that? It's the narrative of other people. Now, Member of Parliament for Medina Constituency, Francis Xavier Sosu, wants Parliament to urgently consider the community sentencing bill. The bill has had sponsored as a private member has been co-opted by government. In his speeches as a visiting scholar at the Centre College and University of South, the MP also urged African leaders to be servants to their people. The MP was recounting his speech in an interview with News. I could have been a victim of petty crime because I was once a street child. And when I used to be at Malata Market, there are many times I jump over people's walls to go and pluck mango and dogs would chase us and I'll run. Those days, if... I were arrested. Jumping over somebody's wall would, would amount to an unlawful entry. And I could have gone to prison for three years. And so having gone through all these difficulties myself and now seeing myself as a legislator, it just stands to reason that I would use uh, uh, law as a tool to change some of those things. And that was the reason why I initiated the community sentence bill. Of course, the community sentence has been on the banner for a very long time. We've heard several times, Attorney General say we've drafted something they are bringing, they've done this, but it's been eight years of this government and we still have not seen anything. It was a reason why last December I initiated that community sentence bill. So I had to explain all these things. 
as a background to why uh, I have to do the things I do. And one other major area that I spoke about is the uh, area of uh, the nexus between servant leadership, good governance, and development. And in that lecture, I basically established that even though there are different forms of leadership, the leadership that uh, has principles that can guarantee good governance, such as accountability, openness, you know, um, incorruptibility, uh, allowing opportunity for all, would be seven leadership. Because seven leaders are people who are empathetic, and they make the people the reasons for their leadership. For example, look at what is happening in Senegal. You know, if you are a seven leader, there is no way when your own rules and regulations set a time for elections, when it is time for election, you will say that, I'm sorry, I won't have elections. You see, because then the, the leadership is linked towards yourself than the people. Unfortunately, in Ghana, we have had a similar trend. So watching Joy Newsroom, we've got more for you after this break. We've had news file over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the conversation. Oh no, we are out of range. Oh, don't worry, Daddy. I have Alex in my bag. Alex, what? Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM. Super Hits Radio, Radio. Joy 99.7. Listen to Joy FM. Hits FM. Love FM. Live on your Amazon Echo. Listen to your favorite multimedia radio stations live on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana, play Joy FM or Hits FM or Love FM. Or catch up on your favorite podcast by saying, Alexa, play. And then the name of your favorite podcast from Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say Alexa. Ask Multimedia Ghana to browse programs. On air. And we are back like we never lost signal. Alexa, welcome to Multimedia. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to demonstrate to you the superior properties of flamingo paint as compared to other paint brands on the market we take equal quantities of flamingo paint and this ordinary paint we then dilute them with water and now let the test begin the gentleman on the left is going to apply the ordinary paint and the gentleman on my right will use the flamingo superior paint as you can clearly see flamingo has the obvious better hiding furthermore Flamingo has painted a much larger area. You know, one bucket of Flamingo paint is equal to several buckets of any other paint brand on the market. Flamingo paint is made with superior formulation to give superior durability, superior hiding, superior coverage. Flamingo paint, simply superior.
and welcome back to Joy Newsroom. Utilize your international loans efficiently. That's the caution from the African Union's Development Agency, NEPAD, to Ghana's sovereign debt crisis. The West African country is currently grappling with its worst economic downturn, forcing the government of Ghana to sign on to a $3 billion austerity bailout plan with the International Monetary Fund. Given the current predicament of his country and others across Africa, President Ekufuado is leading a presidential dialogue on the margins of the African Union Summit in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. To put with no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. For reforms in development financing, head of our diplomatic and foreign desk here at Joy News is in Addis Ababa, where the African Union's development agency, NEPAD, says poverty and economic downturn is at the heart of the political instability, especially in West Africa, which has seen many coups this year. This very hall, the Nelson Mandela Hall, is where all of the action will be happening, uh, where we're expecting over 50 heads of state who will be converged in this very uh, auditorium for the plenary session of the 37th Ordinary Session of the African uh, Union. Uh, key on the agenda for the continental body is the year of education, uh, which is now replacing last year's vision of accelerating the African um, uh, continental free trade area, which is equally uh, not fully off the table uh, but also key on the agenda for many of these uh, African nations that will be coming is the need to address collectively the political crisis tension violent extremism and the increasing spate of unconstitutional changes in governments across uh, Africa especially West Africa uh, which is now bearing the brunt of the highest number of military takeovers that we've recorded uh, in the last uh, few hours we've seen a statement from the economic community of West African state ECUing is statement uh, on the political crisis in Senegal. Uh, the belief is that the continental body and the African Union would want to see uh, all of these issues addressed. Uh, earlier today, the Economic, Social and Cultural Council of the African Union uh, says it will be holding a summit in Accra where a dialogue will take place targeted at ensuring calm across West Africa, looking at the increasing spate of violent extremism and also military takeovers that we're recording in the sub region. Um, since then, the issue has continued to progress uh, in, I think, the wrong direction, uh, where you, you have multiple more countries, um, you know, experience these uh, incidents. Uh, it is something that is very worrisome to to the union. Um, as some of you know, we have continental frameworks and protocols that deal with um, incidents of. Uh, of UCG. Um, I think some of you have seen some of the responses that have come from both the regional and continental authorities in terms of the sanctions and the um, and the and the and the expulsions from, of these member states from the continental and regional bodies. But I think what we do uh, within civil society is okay. We have the regional frameworks. This is what we have agreed to do as a union. 
Um, but what can we do beyond that? You know, how can we get to the actual um, communities to try to understand from the perspective of the citizens, from the people, how they are experiencing these issues? Uh, because we have seen that, you know, a number of these incidents are actually accompanied by what appears to be um, celebratory reactions from from the population. Um, so what does that tell us? So I think these are all of the different things that we are doing in this area. Uh, I believe that Ghana is going to be hosting a follow-up forum next month. Uh, so ECOSOC is actually part the African Union's development agency, NEPART, says it is equally alarmed at the political crisis taking place in parts of West Africa and other parts of the continent. Chief Executive Officer of NEPART, Nardos Thomas, at a news conference, says poverty and unemployment remain at the core of this challenge. While we are doing all this, you see that so many countries are going into unstable, and I'm sure you will ask me that question. But, you know, what we're trying to do is really understand uh, that, you know, all this po political instability... Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. ...that we are facing are mostly as a result of, you know, lack of development. It's poverty. It's unemployment that drives this. So we've come out with the triple nexus. And we said, listen, you know, you will see us where countries are sanctioned. You will see us in Mali. You will see us in Niger. You will see us in Burkina Faso. You will see us in, 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 in Guinea. Why? Because that's where we are needed. We need to seal these conflicts with development. We need to give hope to the people of Africa. It is unclear if all of these measures will yield any positive impact and to address uh, the concerns and the imminent threats to coastal West Africa, including the likes of uh, Ghana and Nigeria, as well as other uh, countries that are now facing this crisis. Until then, bless us again and giving you all the updates uh, from Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. Back home in Ghana, Member of Parliament for Damongo in the Savannah region, Samuel Abujinapur, is set to be acclaimed by the new Patriotic Party today for the 2024 parliamentary elections. The Lands and Natural Resources Minister was the only candidate who had filed his nomination to contest on the ticket of the NPP by close of nominations on December 25. Now, this will be the second time Abujinapur will be running unopposed as the parliamentary candidate for the new Patriotic Party in the Dangmongo constituency. Let's go live now to my colleague Martina Ugri, who has joined us on phone for more updates on that. Thanks so much, Martina, for your time here on Join Newsroom. Um, can you confirm to us whether indeed he has been acclaimed yet? Yes, that was done earlier once they entered the uh, conference hall where the EC officials uh, declared him as the sole candidate to contest on the ticket of the NPP in the 2024 general election. He came in the company of the uh, Chief Transit Minister, Mr. Samoa Boatin, his wife, and the Minister Designate for Rules, Asan Subwati, uh, Minister Designate for Information. Deputy Minister for Natural Resources, among other dignitaries. Now they have been fighting their uh, supporters out to put in their best to help.
capture the Savannah region for the MPC. Now let's say from the min uh, minister who is currently speaking, now uh, he's been telling the people that if there is any seat that will be delivered to the MPC in 2024, that it is the go seat. They are fired up to present the seat to the party. Oh, he's also assuring the party that the Savannah region will be a true battleground because they intend to not that do not belong to them currently. So his name is um, Salaga and then um, Tola Tuna Kalba as two things that they are going to snatch. It's also said that they are going to retain the, the Boya seat. Even though it's a new candidate who is going in, they are going to give all the support to pick up the seat. They are fighting their people up to go out, campaign for the party and help get the vote also for the presidential candidate who is Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. Now, speaker after speaker have been talking about the good work he's done. Mr. Sensubwati says that they learned three things from the presidency, and that is reflecting in what Mr. Abu is doing in Damango. He says honesty, discipline, and compassion for human beings. And so the development drive that he's bringing in this constituency start from their working with the president and they are yet to see more if they continue to support him. And the Minister for Information Services also praised him. He talked about some of the development projects he has personally witnessed Mr. Abidina for bring to the people. And believe that if they continue to support, more would continue to come. Speaker after speaker have talked of the development they brought which they say is unprecedented. And Martina, we understand this is the second time it is going unopposed. What could be influencing the members of the party to, you know, endorse that? Now, um, the, the original minister who spoke earlier said, look, the people themselves agree that with the development he's brought to the area, anybody who is going to contest him is just going to waste his resources. And so it was just students for they themselves to step up and allow him to go on a post. And that is why he's been allowed to go on a post. Very well. Thank you very much, Martina Brugri, for your time here on Joy Newsroom. And this time around, I would like to take you to um, Togo, specifically where the multimedia group has been honored for its significant contribution to the fight against malaria in Africa. As a key partner in the Zero Malaria Business Leaders Initiative, led by Ecobank PLC and Speak Up Africa, the multimedia group was praised for playing a crucial role in efforts to reduce the malaria burden across African nations. My colleague Fifi Kumsen was at the award ceremony in Lumetogo and has come through with this report. Well, this is an award ceremony that followed three days of deliberation around funding for the Zero Malaria Business Leaders Initiative by Ecobank and Step Up Africa. We had uh, lots of uh, individuals and organizations participating in this workshop or conference. Then later in the day here in Lome at the headquarters of Ecobank, there was the award ceremony where various individuals and organizations contributing to the elimination of malaria were honored. And one of the organizations, a media partner to the organization was the multimedia group, which is made up of the Joy and Adam brands. Of course, over the years, the multimedia group has been dedicated to public interest journalism, dedicating a lot of its airtime to this project.
This award will only bolster the resolve of the multimedia group in pushing public interest journalism. It was important for the multimedia group to be a part of the Zero Malaria Business Leaders Initiative, also because the multimedia group has been guided by the principles of leadership, service, and community. And we believe that as leaders in this industry, we have to be a part of an endeavor to end malaria. In fact, in the year 2022, malaria killed more than 600,000 people globally. Of course, Ghana recorded just about 151 of these deaths, but the entire population is still at risk. Back home, the Kwadasu municipality in the Ashanti region is among areas with the lowest family planning acceptance rates in the country. This is because its residents are failing to sign up for family, uh, family planning. Health authorities are concerned that despite increased advocacy and sensitization, the area performed poorly with a family planning acceptance rate of 11.5 as against the national target of 40%. Municipal Health Director Grace Billy Kamtimbib says her outfit is also faced with negative utterances from members of the public. Here's more in this report. Ghana's Ministry of Health is committed to increasing the modern contraceptive prevalence rates, especially among married women, from 30% in 2020 to 44.4% by the end of 2030. This is expected to be achieved through expanded method choice, improved service delivery and enhanced data management. It is also expected to reduce the unmet need for contraception among sexually active adolescents from 30 to 57 percent by December 2030 through the promotion of reproductive health education, among others. But despite several efforts, including roadshows to encourage residents to accept family planning, the acceptor rate is still low in the Kwanasu municipality. The area recorded a drop in family planning cases from 4,535 cases in 2021 to 4,400 and 80 cases in 2023, representing 11.5% of the total subscribed. The situation has left Municipal Health Director Grace Billy Kampita frustrated. So the situation in Kwadaso is quite interesting. Over the past three years, family planning rate has been consistently low. So in 2022, we did a lot of commodity show. We targeted the university community, you know, uh, we went to lorry terminals, we went to churches, we targeted uh, groups, organized groups like the uh, dressmakers and tailoring association, the beauticians association, um, but it didn't really yield much results. So for 2022, we were able to record a marginal increase. We recorded about 12.9% for family planning and we realized for 2023 it decreased again to 11.5%, which is a worrying situation. We're also looking at re-registration of the long-term method, you know, that seeks to uh, provide 
protection for a long period of time. Ms. Kampitip spoke to Joy News on the sidelines of the Assembly's annual performance review. She said despite the setback, the directorate will continue to engage residents at a time condom usage has also gone down among men. The municipality also saw its skilled delivery figures cut from 43.9 in 2022 to 41.2% in 2023. Ms. Campy says the directorate will investigate what is contributing to the trend. I'm very, very worried about the fact that skilled delivery rate is low. Okay, we have had, uh, so we could attribute it a bit to the fact that uh, some of our midwives uh, have traveled out for greener pastures. However, as a municipality, the numbers that we have for midwives, especially for the government facilities, is still very good. Um, we can't say same for the private facilities. Um, most of the private facilities do not have these skilled personnel. And, and that is the reason for which you have most of them referring cases. Now, oh, now, Chief Executive Officer of the Forestry Commission, John Aluti, says government has released funds for payment of four months allowance owed personnel of the youth in a forestation project. This is part of a 17-month allowance arrears owed to the personnel nationwide. Appearing before the Public Accounts Committee, the Commission also revealed that they have begun scaling down the number of personnel due to a cut in funding from government. My colleague James Aveji was at the committee sitting and has filed this report. The Forestry Commission was among three other institutions who appeared before the Public Accounts Committee on Friday. The rest include the Land Commission, the Ghana Integrated Iron and Steel Development Corporation, and the Ghana College of Physicians and Surgeons. Probing the infractions of the Forestry Commission, the committee sought clarification on the sharp decline in expenditure on the youth in afforestation program. The figures declined from 265 million CDs in 2020 to 177 million CDs in 2021. Director of Finance and Administration at the Forest Commission, Samuel O'Day, said the decline is due to the Commission's decision to lay off some employees of the program. The money, most of the money didn't come to us. So does that mean that? Um, you didn't scale down the program. Uh, now we are scaling, yes, from 2021, I started scaling down. I said some of the workers started getting jobs. But at the same time, we are still owing them. We are still owing uh, some of them. Those who are even in the system, we are still owing them because we have not had all the money at that time. Explaining further, the chief executive officer of the commission, John Alote, revealed to the Public Accounts Committee that government owes current workers and those who have been laid off 17 months in allowance payment. How much is their allowance? The allowance varies. I think some are paid um, uh, 700. Come again. Some are paid 700 Ghana cities. 700? Yes. Is that the minimum or the maximum? That's the maximum. And then the minimum is how much? 400. Okay. So, from 400 to 700, that's what they receive a month. And 
government owed them 17 months. So if you are able to clear three months, four months, four, 14, four months, are you clearing four months or three months? Four. Four. So 13 more months will still be in arrears. So uh, Minister of Finance, uh, unfortunately the minister is no more. We only appeal to the the new the new minister when he take over. I taken over already. So, uh, honourable new minister for finance, if you are listening to us, kindly do something about this. Our youth in afforestation. In the ongoing conversations about the exploration of some mineral resources in the Devolta and Oti regions, member of parliament for Boem, Kofi Adams, raised concerns. Over the Ghana Integrated Iron and Steel Development Corporation's neglect. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Of key stakeholders in the community engagement. I ask about your public engagement because I'm so much concerned about what you are doing in Santro Kofi, Akpafu, and Jansikan areas. As MP for the area, I'm unaware that you are supposed to be doing any exploratory activities there, and especially for the Akpafu communities and the Bodada areas. It has resulted in all kinds of tension. I was never involved in any of the engagements as a member of parliament for the area. The chiefs are complaining. So why is it the case that in that area this level of engagement was not was not done? I believe that you have seen notices in Central Kofi Akbafu area that they don't want any uh, exploration on notices all over. I believe you have seen with danger hanging on it. But Chief Executive Officer of the company, Kabina Bonsu Fojo, disagrees. Honorable, I believe extensive community engagements were held in Dambai um, and all the areas around um, that area. All the chiefs, the inhabitants, um, the district assembly, the, all the stakeholders were invited. And um, we, 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 we did very extensive um, publications in, in terms of radio announcements, in terms of getting vehicles to go around announcing. And um, I'm, I'm surprised that um, you weren't informed because most of the members of parliament for the areas were cons invited and consulted before we carried out the community engagements. Elsewhere, management of the Ghana College of Physicians and Surgeons told the committee that they have written to the Sierra Leonean High Commission to help trace the whereabouts of a foreign student who left behind a $10,000 unpaid school fees since 2011. The committee resumes sitting on Monday to hear the Ministry of Tourism and the Ghana Integrated Aluminium Development Corporation James Kwesiavegis report for Joy News. 
Quickly to a business story, the Association of Ghana Startups has blamed the delay in drafting the startup bill on lack of resources. The association has made an appeal for support for startups despite the challenges being faced in passing the bill. Speaking to Joy Business at a Startup Ecosystem Mixer program, President of the Association, Solomon Eji, expressed hope the bill will be passed by the end of the year. Here's a report. The Ghana Startup Ecosystem Mixer brought together companies, startups and entrepreneurs to network, interact and engage in conversations around partnerships, funding, mentoring and market accessibility. Speaking to Joy Business, President of the Association of Ghana Startups, Solomon Ejei, expressed worry about the delay in the drafting of the startup bill, blaming the situation on the lack of resources, thereby impeding its passage. He said a smooth passage of the bill will empower and grow the SME sector. We have delayed in the drafting speeches because of the, of, the, of the system in place. You need to go around the entire country and engage as many people as possible. We've been doing this since 2019, uh, unfortunately with, with limited resources, so it will be difficult for us. But by the grace of God, we are almost through the drafting stage, and we're hoping that we'll push Parliament as soon as possible. First quarter of this year, it should go to Parliament, and then we're hoping that it will get passed uh, before the political, political Zoom, uh, uh, season actually zooms in. And so, yes, for me... The delays is practically because we don't have the needed support that we need in terms of funding to do all the things that we need to do. Co-founder and director of Strategy Scale Up Africa, Amajampo, urged entrepreneurs not to relax on their hours, but rather take advantage of the existing platforms to market themselves to make a meaningful impact. And that's coming up in the system is not to just do what everyone is doing on TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. We have a lot of fashion designers, a lot of makeup artists, a lot of, you know, there's a lot of that going on. Creative industry, I'm a huge supporter of a creative industry, but there's only so far we can go with the same types of activities going on. So I would really encourage people to be very critical about the problems. We have so many problems and challenges. How do we innovate and create um, businesses that are based on social needs that are massive in nature? Right, that the average person, the average Ghanaian or the average African cross borders can actually support and engage with. And of course, we're talking about the digital economy as well. It's a huge opportunity, right? How do we leverage businesses with technology um, to reach new markets and, new, new, and solve new problems? Meanwhile, the Association of Ghana Startups said the Mixer sets a strong foundation for growth, collaboration and collective success of startups across the country. Thanks so much for watching. Join us room with me, Pius Kojo Baka. For more stories, do log on to myjoyonline.com. Always a delight serving you. Do enjoy the rest of our programs. Bye. Excellency, Senior Minister Dr. Lituk, President of the Anti-Personal Mind Ban Convention, Your Excellency Margaret Arakorek, Ambassador of the International Campaign to Ban Landmines, Distinguished Representatives from the State Parties to the Anti-Personal Mind Ban Convention, 
like to acknowledge the upcoming presidencies of the convention represented by the ambassadors of Japan and Zambia. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor and pleasure to be with you today at the opening of this high-level and strategic regional conference of the Anti-Personal anti Mind Bank Convention. And it is an honor as well for the European Union, you heard, to support this event and this endeavor. I would like furthermore to thank and congratulate the government of Ghana for hosting this conference in coordination with the National Commission on Small Arms Control and Implementation Support Unit of the Anti-Personal Mind Ban Convention. Why I want to congratulate Ghana is this endeavor demonstrates once again the commitment of Ghana to a key international cause linked to global security and disarmament agenda. Ladies and gentlemen, the entire personal mind ban convention, as reaffirmed by the 164 state parties at the fourth review conference held in Oslo in 2021, embodies the global norm against anti-personal minds. This is a norm intended to spare the lives of innocent people, including thousands of human and children, who tragically every year fall victim to landmines, including landmines of an improved nature. As a diplomat, I'm always asked by kids, students, relatives, what is it about diplomacy? What is diplomacy about? Is it about cocktail, traveling in nice places, so on and so forth? And most of the time, I use I refer to the fight against mines and landmines as an example of what diplomacy can achieve. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura nueva Ram 1500 hecha para vivir Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC